For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to be. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. We are talking about Hillary's email gate. Hillary used a personal server while she was Secretary of State rather than using a .gov email address. The government doesn't like that because they want to make sure these uh, government information is secure and archived so they don't want it falling into the wrong hands and they want to make sure that they have the information it's our information as secretary of state that information is property of the government ends up that she really exclusively used that personal account benghazi hearings asked her for her emails she gave a big stack of emails that didn't seem good enough because some of them apparently were missing because the Benghazi hearing also subpoenaed Sidney Blumenthal's emails, an unofficial advisor to her during that time, during the Benghazi attack. And some of his emails weren't in her pile. So this week, the kind of all the, the it was like an explosion of events in that she handed over to the Justice Department her server, which she hadn't wanted to hand over. And at the same time, it came out that in that original pile of emails, the file, uh, a couple of them had information that was considered top secret. Now, it wasn't marked as such. And the question is, did she know it? That's when the criminal uh, possibilities Emerge. Just using the personal email is not on its face criminal, although certainly it's unusual, but people must have known it because she was sending emails that said .gov on it, that didn't say .gov on it. Uh, but here's, here's something interesting, is that this all came up in the beginning when she, uh, uh, an email from March 2013 Guccifer, a hacker, got these Sidney Blumenthal emails to her, hacked into Sidney Blumenthal's account. And it was fishy because the emails from Blumenthal supported this idea that the, that the Benghazi attack was generated by a video. And that ended up not being true. So I kind of smell a rat with this Guccifer hacker guy. But I had remembered a previous story about that guy hacking into Dorothy Bush Coke. I didn't even know that. Jeb Bush's sister, Dorothy Bush, uh, is a Coke, like married to one of the Coke family, that they hacked into her account. And I remember thinking it was so weird because it had weird details. It had these like totally 
uh, embarrassing self-portraits by George W. Bush of himself, like in the shower, in the bathtub. It's totally weird. And it also talked about how they thought George H.W. Bush might die soon and that they'd have to write a eulogy for him. And should George W. deliver the eulogy or should Bubba, Bill Clinton, deliver the eulogy for George H.W. Bush? I mean, talk about the incestuous nature of this, the Clintons, the Bushes, the Cokes. So I found I remembered that email because it was so weird. But I feel in retrospect, maybe that email was just kind of validating uh, the Guccifer hacker bones, giving him a legacy. And then that would make us believe these Sidney Blumenthal emails, which were had false information that supported a false story that Hillary was generating at the time. So I thought that was weird. Now, I don't know if this has gotten out of her control or or if it's part of a of a bigger kind of operation where it deflects our attention from the Benghazi scandal because what happened there was much worse than just somebody not uh, not explaining what happened. We did not send help to those people. And I remember the Secretary of Defense at the time, Leon Panetta, said, well, it wouldn't have gotten there in time anyway which is an insane thing to say because how would you know? You didn't know when that standoff was going to end. It was a crazy thing to say. So I started smelling a rat with that, and we're still not talking about that. We're talking about her her email address, literally her email address. Anyway, uh, I want to get to some calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Jim in Conyers. Hi, Jim. You're on with Monica. I enjoy your show. Thank you. And I look at things through a completely different prism than most people because I am an IT professional. Now, if you're going to back up some data you want to keep, like family photos or tax records, you'll typically copy it onto a USB drive and throw it in the corner so you have a backup. That's not how an IT professional manages a server. An IT professional will do a image backup. That means every zero and one, regardless of the data, the operating system, doesn't matter. They take a snapshot of that server and make a copy of every zero and one so that it can be restored exactly at that point in time. And that stuff is always stored off-site. Now, Hillary, two years ago, farmed out the management of her server to a company in Denver. That is where the FBI needs to go, and under the threat of the National Security Espionage Act and perjury, that's where they need to be focusing their time and effort, because I believe the 60,000 emails still exist. The original images will exist, because an IT professional would be irresponsible and negligent to not do an image. Yeah, I had a friend who invested in a company that that retrieved that stuff, and he told me, he said, just so you know, nothing is ever really deleted. You are always going to be able to get stuff back. If you want, he was actually trying to help me. He was like, if you need something, if you're willing to pay, you can get it back. Well, that, that, that's a little bit different take. That's what's known as uh, a file allocation table. When you go out and buy a book, the book has an index, and it says index. You look at it, and it says chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, uh, you know, and it, and it may give you even a, a more detailed index. That's how a hard drive works. Uh, when you erase a file, the operating system just changes the, na- the first 
digit or two of the file name. All the rest of it, if the file name is uh, Monica Perez dot one, it'll just eliminate the first two. Okay, so her server, digits, you can put it back. She might have wiped her server, and the server would be gone. But it's that offsite backup that you think exactly. is where the money is. Exactly, and I just read that the same prosecutor who went after Patriots has just taken over the investigation. Yes. I read that, too. I have a question for you, Jim, unrelated. Let me ask you this question, since you're an IT professional. When Edward Snowden escaped Hawaii with, it's now reported, widely reported, 1.7 million classified documents on, I think it was the biggest, the report I heard maybe had four laptops and some thumb drives. Do you think it is that that is a true story, that he could circumvent all the security and take that many files just like that? Absolutely. Not only, I think you're interpreting it wrong. He didn't circumvent the security. He had the clearance. And you can download uh, 1.7 million files, even with clearance, without tripping a flag? Absolutely. Really? That seems crazy to me. We spend all this money on surveillance. We give up our rights for surveillance. And and they literally have to genuinely trust this 20-something-year-old with uh, the keys to the kingdom? You're not, you're not aware, like right now, right now, if, let's, I put in voice over IP systems, okay? If, if, and I'm not, but if, if your firm or my firm was recording this conversation, the entire conversation would only probably take up about 300K. I mean, that wouldn't even, you could, you could fit, you could fit 10 of those. Right, right. And text is text is less vol- voluminous than voice, which is less than pictures. So if he's just talking about yeah, text, I mean, it's, it's it very easy. small. Uh, he, he, could, he could easily he could easily put trillions of documents. Cause I just feel like big. they're they're, not, they're, not they're media files. He should have tripped a flag with that downloading that no, stuff. No, 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 because because they I mean, he he's an analyst. He's got to he's got to have access to huge amounts of information in order to analyze it. All right, I hear you. I did. I have had IT professionals before call and say they thought it was impossible. So I guess that's a real question of fact. Very interesting call. Thank you, Jim. I'm going to Brad and Snellville. Brad, you're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. I was calling about Hillary's email uh, show that they're putting on. Yeah, it, it feels like a show, but I just don't get the end game. It's, it's totally a show. I think you were dead on earlier. It's about they're trying to frame her and they're trying to frame Jeb Bush. There were two unlikable people that had no chance of doing anything. And you throw Trump in there and Trump's, Trump is a jerk to both of them. Who can come out and say those kind of things to somebody else and get away with it? That that would never happen in the other election. They put him in there to do that. Suddenly, Jeb Bush actually seems a little likable. Hillary Clinton doesn't seem so bad. Then you come over here and you and you get this Hillary Clinton scandal. I guarantee you, whatever comes out, this is going to be framed in a way that makes her look noble. Maybe she's covering up for Bill Clinton when he flew over to Pedophile Island. I don't know. That story. Yeah, the whole thing is it's going to be framed in a way where the action that she took is going to make her look noble. And it's going to put them both up, and they're going to be Jeb versus Bush, round three. All right, Brad, we're going to have to put that on the let's see the proof in the pudding. So I just talked to Jim, the IT guy. He said what Snowden did sounded real to him. But when Snowden first came out, I said, this doesn't smell real to me, and I'll know if... The USA Patriot Act gets worse, and they did. They did the USA Freedom Act, which institutionalized that metadata. I could see that psyop unfolding. I don't. I don't have the smoking gun. 
the proof is in the pudding. So let's watch, Brad, if the proof is in the pudding, if Jeb does turn out to be the front runner because he seems like a sane person versus Trump, and if Hillary comes out looking like, look, I gave those 30,000 emails and, and I was 100% on the level with that. I didn't do anything wrong. And what are you going to... Who are you going to get? Bernie Sanders? You know, if that's the alternative. But let me know what what you all think. Do you think she's going to get the nomination? What would we do if it was Bernie Sanders? Can you imagine a Bernie Sanders America? Maybe you don't know about him. He has beat her in New Hampshire in the polls recently. I'll tell you a little bit about that after the break and take more of your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. 86 degrees outside the studio right now. Stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. We're talking about Hillary's email gate. And I'm wondering, do you think, like I do, that she's still going to get the nomination? Do you? Could we really deal with that? Like, what if she were the president? Do you think that we can handle another four years of, uh, of a real insider, power elite Democrat in the White House? I kind of am not coming to terms with that possibility. I'm not sure the alternative is going to be that much better, but it's it's... I don't know. Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders is beating her in New Hampshire. What do you think? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Paul in Sugar Hill. Hi, Paul. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. Love this show. I've got two points that I feel explains why she, in a sense, erased the whole server in the first place. Why she would do something so desperate by erasing it. And I think the number one reason is that if we get to read those emails, we're going to find out that it was her fault that the ambassador was killed, that the ambassador asked time and time again for additional security, and she did not provide it. All right, I'm running out of time, so give me number two. I'm going to address all this after the break. What's number two? Okay, and then number two, that the emails will show that she orchestrated the entire cover-up. Yeah, I I think that it's actually, I hear you, I'm going to address both of those issues after the break. I think it's actually potentially worse than that. And that's why I think it's all a lot of stuff to hear about her email address. I think it's the emails that are important and we'll probably never get to see them. But I'm going to respond to Paul's comments after the break and hear from you. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB. Every Saturday from 3 to 6, we're talking about Hillary's email gate. Do you think that this thing is just all a big show? That she's going to come out smelling like a rose because it's going to prove how honest she is. That she gave all those emails and once they decode her server or whatever, they will find that that the 30,000 she submitted were all on the level and the 30,000 she deleted were all about her daughter's wedding or whatever. It is, it, it, it looks like she's on the ropes, but when I see how this whole thing started with a hack that made her story about Benghazi sound right, I was 
skeptical that this was a real crisis for her. But as it's unfolded, it seems more and more stressful. Bernie Sanders is catching up with her in the polls in New Hampshire anyway. Now, Bernie Sanders is... uh, I asked my husband, I was like, what do you think of Bernie Sanders? And he said, I don't know one thing about him. So I said, well, he's an avowed socialist. And my husband answered, sounds like a bad idea. So I don't think that he's got Bernie Sanders is really going to be the Democrat nominee. I do not think that middle America is going to want an avowed socialist in New Hampshire. Maybe he's getting some props because he's from Vermont right next door and they know him. I'll tell you what I think about him. We can talk about him a little bit later in the show. I also am going to respond. Paul, before the break, said that he thinks Hillary's emails, if you really got to read them all, would have some very damning things about her involvement in Benghazi. And I actually have some thoughts about how damning I really think her involvement in Benghazi is. But I want to get to some calls first. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. I am going to Charlie in Oxford. Hi, Charlie. You're on with Monica. Oh, hi, Monica. Yeah, Hillary's not going to be the um, Democratic nominee. You know, the... Uh the Obama administration, the Obamas, don't like the Clintons, I don't think, and they're in charge of the uh, FBI and the Justice Department. So uh, that investigation gets cranked up. I think she'll be out of the running. I don't think the Democrats can depend on Bernie Sanders to win the White House, so I'm going to announce a major surprise because things are too important to stop what the administration has started michelle obama will be the democratic nominee whoa that is one hot sports opinion charlie i have told people that they thought i was crazy and i had one of my really well respected friends call me this week he said i thought you were crazy when you said that absolutely i believe i believe it could happen the only the only thing that i could say that would support that is this crazy story that pops up every once in a while about Obama getting a third term. We heard what he said in Kenya. He said, you know, I think if I ran again, I've been a good, pretty good president. I, I know I could be reelected if I ran again. And on The View, they asked Michelle Obama a month or so ago, are there any circumstances under which you might someday run for president? And she just laughed. She never said no. Interesting. I've also been wondering why there has been such emphasis on race lately. When when I felt like Obama had a unique opportunity to do some healing. What that's all about. What he wants to do is he's going to keep pushing to do such bizarre things that he wants to trigger the right-wing nut jobs to rise up oh my goodness. and start a revolu- revolution. And so, Charlie... You, naming, Ob- naming Michelle Obama as the Democratic nominee, might be the final straw that breaks the camel's back. Because if we can have a revolution... Let me tell you, go go stand at the gun and ammo uh, rack in Walmart and just stand and wait until some people walk up to look at ammo and ask them, oh, you buying ammo, huh? Let them start telling you what their friends are doing, that the tunnels they're digging and the bunkers they're building. They said, there's going to be a war. There's going to be a war. Charlie, you're scaring me a little bit, but let me tell you the only flaw, well, not the only flaw, but the the one thing that I don't buy about this story that Obama's out to get Hillary is that in 
in reality, Obama himself doesn't decide anything really, in my opinion. I think that there's a power elite that meets with these people before they even run, certainly before they take office, and most definitely the day they take office. So I don't think that he could he could direct the FBI or the DOJ to go after her without approval from that kind of shadow government. Now, that's not to say he wouldn't get it, because obviously those were the same people, high-level Democrats, but even I think it rises above the parties, gave the nomination to him when it was Hillary's time. That's when I saw that she had lost their support. But uh, I mean, I think that stuff about either of the Obamas is far fetched, but there are weird things happening and I don't know why. So uh, we'll have to see how it unfolds. I'm going to uh, Ken and Dacula. Hi, you're on with Monica. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, I've got a question. They keep showing Hillary looking at her BlackBerry or telephone or whatever. I mean, if she's checking her emails on there, wouldn't they be in the phone? I don't know. Your phone gets full. See, I'm not an IT. I had an IT guy call, and then he contradicted something I heard from a previous IT guy. My phone gets full. I mean, I don't think it could save everything. She had 60,000 emails, even if they're, like, never really deleted. I can't imagine the phone could do that. But but what about all the people she sent them to? That's why they're going after these other people, Mills, Abaddon. They're going to get the emails, but what if... What if there's nothing there? Then that makes her look great, right? Uh, I, no, I mean, I, I still think she broke the law. I mean, they've already got proof that she had top secret information on there. And that's against yeah. the law right there. Yeah, that's but. the thing that I that I don't get crazy about. Not that I don't think that they should follow the law. I, I think there should be a lot fewer laws and a lot uh, tougher standards for people to adhere to them. But the reality is it was a little squishy what she was doing in the first place. The fact is that her server actually never did get hacked, whereas the State Department server did get hacked. And if, in fact, she archives in the end all of those emails, they'll be like, no harm, no foul. So I, I think focusing on the form is what kind of tweaks me about this, that there are real questions uh, afoot here, and we're not going to get the answers to them. I'm going to Keith and Decatur. Hi, Keith. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Um, thanks for taking my call. All right, so here's the deal. I work in IT security, and I work for the federal government as a contractor several times. Uh, the issue, uh, there are a lot of holes in, there's a, um, in, in her story, and there are a lot of loose ends that can be pressured by, like, the FBI and a federal judge to get information. First of all, the people who housed her computer were not authorized to, um, to certify a computer to plug into or communicate with any federal government computer. There's a big process. Someone has a sign-off on that. It's called uh, certification and accreditation, um, so they have to make sure the server's locked down before you can plug it in. Second of all, that top-secret uh, satellite file, that is on um, a system that is not even connected to the Internet. Uh, all classified uh, top-secret computers on their separate uh, networks. So, so what are you saying? Have- What's the upshot? She didn't do anything wrong? No, 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 no. <laughs> a lot happened wrong. What I'm saying is that a lot of people are involved who can... Oh, oh, That's there's a conspiracy. A, That's a big deal. A lot of people involved for her to have had that server. 
um, in order to get that data from top secret to an unclassified computer, someone had to plug in a USB drive. They had to sign into uh, what's called a SCIF, where it's just completely separated physically from all of the computers and sign out. So that record's there. Um, there are a lot of names attached to this. A lot of people were involved, and every single person who received an email from her would know that she wasn't using the .gov. I mean, that well, had to have thrown up some flags. So there was just an implicit conspiracy of the people at the State Department allowing it. Exactly. Also, the fact that her computer had top secret or, or classified data at all, your computer is now owned by the federal government. You do not have the right to erase any data on it because it all belongs to uh, so the automatically. So it wasn't really a coincidence, probably, possibly, that they came out this week by saying she had top secret stuff on that server and at the same time she turned the server over. So she probably knew, if what you're saying is right, that she would no, not be able to refuse them the server once they had right. evidence that, are, that there was some top secret. Very, very interesting. This is... It, it, on the one hand, I find the story interesting as it unfolds, but on the other hand, I can't help but think, because of the way this thing started, by a hack that revealed an email that actually helped her, that there isn't more to this, that this is going to end up, uh, she's going to end up looking good. I'm going to Ted and Jasper. Hi, Ted, you're on with Monica. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Doing well. Now, if Hillary sent this server to be cleaned by a professional and all the information deleted off of it. Number one, isn't that obstruction of justice? And number two, if she got the idea from someone a little higher up on the food chain, isn't that covered under the federal RICO statute as a conspiracy to, to obstruct justice? Well, they're definitely saying everything changes when there was top secret stuff there because then that she would have had, then she could wiping it clean and having help doing all this stuff would be conspiracy. That's why they're saying this could be big trouble for her. That's Judge Napolitano on Fox was saying that that this that that Petraeus was tried and convicted for less for having just confidential documents in his drawer. The my contention is they will never they don't go after people they don't want to for political reasons. So Petraeus they wanted, in my opinion, to punish him for not going along with the Benghazi cover-up as quickly as he should have. And Eric Holder, who was covering up Operation Fast and Furious, I think that thing went back across administrations, across parties. They never got to the bottom of that. I don't think they wanted to. And they kind of they let Holder slide on things he did, which included lying to the Senate. I saw it myself. You know, I saw it on YouTube. And, uh, and withholding documents, all that kind of stuff. So they can decide what to do. And that's when we'll see how this unfolds. People, when, once it's proven, like it probably will be, that she didn't do anything wrong, like that the actual no damage was done, and that she didn't uh, hide anything in the end, then they'll probably want to be apologetic and cut her some slack and not hunt her down. And then we'll see her get the nomination. But that, this is going to be one of those things where the proof is in the pudding. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mark is going to tell us after the break uh, a well, who he thinks is going to be the Democratic nominee, and it's not Hillary or Bernie Sanders. You can also tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. 
It's a nine on the Mellish meter today, and tomorrow it's going to be a little bit cooler, high of 89. So stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather, brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. Going straight to a call, going to Mark. Mark, you are on with Monica Perez. Hi, Monica. I have two things, if you don't mind. The first thing is, uh, I strongly believe that uh, you know Vice President Biden's going to be the next Democratic candidate. Now, the reason why that is is that they're not going to go with a uh, open socialist from New Hampshire. They're Bernie Sanders, with, right? Right, Mr. Sanders. They're not going to go with Hillary because of all the baggage she's carrying around right now. I believe that they're going to make uh, Biden because he's a regular Joe in a lot of people's eyes, and I think that he has enough popularity with some of the regular blue-collar workers that he'll be able to carry that as far as the nomination is concerned. You know what? The only way he would be a viable candidate in the general election, now that you mention it, is if Donald Trump was the Republican nominee, because both of them say crazy things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but so does Trump. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's a bright guy. It would be an absolute circus. Well, they're both, I think they're both intelligent. It's just... Joe Biden puts his foot in his mouth all the time, and Donald Trump says this absolutely provocative stuff on purpose, in my opinion. But right. that that would be the only thing that could get Joe Biden in office, I think. And now, just one more thing, if I may. I, I, I don't think we have to worry about all this, because I believe that the American dollar is being devalued so quickly, and here in the near future, it's going to create such a circumstance in our national economy uh, that within the next year and a half, we might not have to be concerned about elections because it might be under martial law. I I have to say, I hate to scare people. I don't know if I think it's that far that fast, but it seems to me like things are really reaching ahead, that things are uh, kind of getting crazier than they've ever been before. If you if you follow the news as closely as I do, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. After the break, John from Alpharetta is going to challenge me on something I said. Stay tuned. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.